0: JM and the AM, well, we, um, we, we're we 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 asking different personalities, as we did last year during our Nissan Chesed campaign, different people to uh, address the issue of Chesed. For us, this is a uh, an unusual time because we have been the recipients of such amazing Chesed over the last week, and now we are, in turn, doing what we're hoping other people will do, which is encourage others to uh, do the same for others. It's called the It Takes Two campaign. When someone does something nice for, to you or for you, leaves you a bottle of wine for the Seder on your door with a nice note or pays off your dry-cleaning bill or purchases tickets for your kids for Six Flags so that your kids will have an opportunity to go to a nice holomoid fun activity with their friends or if they're um, giving you a $500 gift card to a supermarket because they know how difficult things are now before Yontif or if they are uh, purchasing dinner for you Wednesday and Thursday night next week Uh, to help out uh, when you're in the midst of trying to get everything ready for Pesach. Whatever it is, we're hoping that the recipients of these acts of Chesed will then turn around and do something nice for someone else. That's why we call it It Takes Two. Because in order to continue the chain reaction and the domino effect of a Chesed project, you have no choice. It takes at least two. (laughs) That's the way it works. With us live via telephone, is the uh, prolific uh, lecturer, author, person who's always um, able to give us some inspiration, someone who's been associated with the Nahum Segal Network officially, unofficially for even longer, but officially for quite a long time. And that's our dear friend, Charlie Harari. Charlie, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM.
1: Nahum it is always an honor to be on this show. Thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: I appreciate that very much. Um what can I say? Uh, this, this, th- there's always a need, and there's always encouragement for people in our community to embark on their own chesed campaign and to help those who are lonely, to help those who are who have who have large families or poor families, and and even those who aren't necessarily poor. Just you know, it, it would be a big boost for them to have something nice done for them, and then in turn we hope that they will go ahead and do something nice for others. What are your thoughts as we get closer and closer to Pesach, and we? who have been tremendous recipients of chesed, especially over the last week, with our circumstances. Uh, what are your feelings about this possible chain reaction, this possible domino effect of chesed before the big holiday?
1: Oh, this is amazing. Just listening to some of the things that you're encouraging It's awesome. You know, chesed is a very big deal. Um, we celebrate coming out of Mitzrayim as a nation. We we forget sometimes that we came out as a nation. We sit around the Seder and talk about Hashem saved us from slavery, and Hashem saves us from every generation of the troubles that we're in. One of the most important aspects, which is why we begin the Seder by inviting people to join us, is remembering that He saved our nation. He didn't save us individually. When someone does chesed, what they're doing on a deeper level, my opinion, is that they are connecting their soul to another soul. They're saying, it's not about me, it's about you. So they're opening themselves up to be connected on a deeper level to other Jews, to part of the nation, making us more of a nation. So there's nothing bigger, I think, that someone could be doing in preparation for Pesach. Of course, you have to make sure their house is kosher, we have the right food, and, you know, that's for sure. But part of the prep preparing for Pesach is getting this back to nationhood and what what better than CESTA to do that
0: you know it's funny because um because of the circumstances that we're in here now um we have become aware of so many people who've been in difficult circumstances when it comes to housing or facilities or their offices um it's something that you can relate to frankly i don't want to get too personal especially not without checking with you in advance but it's something you can relate to when it comes to you know how down one can get when their house is damaged or when you know property that they have is is, uh you know goes through a really difficult time um i'm being vague only because i don't know what you do or do or don't want to share at this time but my point is that because I've been hearing now from so many people who've been in similar situations, what you just said is so poignant. Uh, how often, and I would say rightfully, I think even you'd agree rightfully, how often do we want to make this about us? And how often do we want to make our own situation you know, known to others and, and, you know, and, and, and look for attention in regard to that situation? But what you're saying is just the opposite is that we need to do just the opposite. Instead of, taking, instead of keeping the focus on us, we need to put the focus on other people's needs and other people's um, uh, requirements before the holiday. And uh, that is one of the main ways to keep caring about others, chesed for others at the forefront, to take the attention off of ourselves and put it on other people's situations.
1: Right, and and absolutely, and I think really, and to the point which you just referenced, I mean, we remember when Sandy hit the five towns and my house was, you know, filled with a lot more water than I anticipated, and (laughs) and the neighborhood was as well. Like, we saw the community around us thinking about everybody else. I mean, the level of pressure that took place here during Sandy, people starting to mop and giving up clothing and starting and housing people, it shifted the course of how the community adapted because the focus was on what can I do for others. You know, many times we talk about faith in Hashem. We talk about faith in a way of what Hashem can give me. Do you believe Hashem will give you? I'll daven for this for my family. But there's an area of faith in Hashem where you believe that He knows how to run the world, and He's watching. So when you, you, when you see someone in need and you go out and help, you believe that he's watching, he's like, I got you back. You're like, Don't worry, I'm not gonna leave you stranded. If you if you give and extend yourself and you're thinking of other people, there's a God that's watching and is proud and is shepping nachat. He's not gonna not gonna forget about you when it's your turn. But that requires a certain amount of camaraderie and achis, but it also requires certain amounts of amuna that someone has now the permission. Even in their time of need, to be looking out for somebody else, and that only stimulates more rachum shemayim for themselves.
0: Charlie Harari is with us. It's 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 tough. It's tough. And frankly, in some ways, today is more difficult than last week. It's tough, and it's a tough attitude to maintain. And you know that. I know you're saying it in a way that's you know loving, uh, because you know it's easier said than done. Let's put it that way. Uh, it's tough, but it's certainly well worth it. And I guess this is the the theme that we often repeat, um, and that is that when one prays for others, those tfilos are uh, that person's tfilos are are answered first. Me- meaning, when you go ahead and you and you declare that that person's plight, one above. Is more important than mine, or should be a priority compared to mine? I mean, that's that's quite a level, and the fact that our tradition tells us that the original person's Phylos, are answered first, you know, t- t- tells us just how effective a method that is to keep others and and their needs and requirements at the forefront.
1: Yeah, and this you know, there's a great psychologist named Victor Frankel. He wrote the, the he wrote he Created this concept called logotherapy. He wrote the book *Man's Search for Meaning*, one of the most popular books of all time. Holocaust survivor that realized that the only way that a person really gets through pain, and their own plight, in their own struggles, is when they find purpose in the pain. Yeah. And when there's a purpose to everything someone goes through, both the high moments and low moments, no one should ever know low moments. But if if everyone ever goes through a challenge, if, if they can find purpose in the challenge, then it's easier for them to go through that challenge one of the ways that one finds purpose is they start to realize that they're sensitive to something they weren't sensitive to
0: before. Yep.
1: And so if someone goes through something, one of the things they get from it and no one should know challenge, but if one goes through a challenge, what they get from it is a new sensitivity and a new appreciation for that, which they may have taken for granted when they take that and they apply it, even by the way for feel for other people like you just mentioned, have, forget reaching out into one 's pocket or just being sensitive to others, they create purpose in, in their struggles and it helps them navigate through it even themselves and so that, that in itself is a, big, is, a, is a is a big level that one has to go through, but it helps them go through their challenges.
0: Charlie Harari's with us. Uh, many of you are already familiar with the short list of things that I have been asking people to consider doing for others before the holiday. There's so many others, and if you think of any, of course, you should go ahead and implement them, especially those that make you comfortable, make you feel good. Do whatever you can for families in need. Do whatever you can for large families. Do whatever you can for singles out there. Do whatever you can for widows and widowers out there. In our community, in addition to inviting them to the Seder. And what we're hoping is that when they thank you, you'll simply give them a message in a positive way, in a reassuring way, that all you're asking is that they do, they, they do the same for somebody else. And this chain reaction, Charlie, this chain reaction, this domino effect really fits right in to what you're telling us this morning. It's not just something that we've t- uh, pulled out of thin air. It fits right into this theme that, um, that as we are, you know, giving thanks to somebody who's been there for us that is important and i'm not minimizing it you should say thank you but the more important thing is to then go ahead and turn it into something positive you could do for somebody else i think that fits right into the theme that you're discussing with us this morning
1: for sure and what that does is you get that good feeling and then you realize whoa it feels good to be thought of it feels good to be cared for it feels good to be connected. Exactly right, and when that feeling's in you, when you share it with somebody else and let them feel good, you're now only perpetuating that feeling more in yourself. But now, as the giver, and so what you're doing is so critical because you're encouraging us to not only be receivers but to take what we get and then to use that to give to somebody else. It'll it's a it's a consistent cycle of where Hashem wants us to be, right? And the entire cycle of coming in and out of Mitzrayim of being receivers and givers. I mean, that's what you're doing in the world of Chesed, which is so critical. Um, but to be honest, that's what you've always been doing, and that's why I'm such a big fan of this show, and that's why you have so many people around the world that care so much about you. It's because you've been telling us forever. You're always encouraging us to be givers and to be able to be connected. And that's exactly what our nation needs now, not only in this generation, but also in this period of time, right, for Peso. Yeah.
0: It's interesting, the timing of all this, and um, we're going to be sitting down to the Seder a week from Friday night, and I hope we all sit down with a sense of satisfaction that we've done what we could do uh, to enhance uh, someone's uh, yuntiv and to enhance th- this season. It's not just the yuntiv itself. As I've been saying, the days before yuntiv could be so critical for families, whether they're in need of uh, grocery bills being paid or gift cards being given, or as Rabbi Krohn told us on Friday, the story about Rosh Zalman, uh, tickets to an attraction being given before Yuntif so that the kids have a better Yuntif because they know they're going somewhere uh, after Yuntif. I never thought of how important that is even to a a uh, a Torah giant, but uh, it's something we've been talking about for years and years as we encourage people to purchase NCSY Six Flags tickets for families that are in need. And uh, whatever it might be, dinner, Wednesday and Thursday night. Uh, Charlie, you and I can agree that we know what it's like to be in a chaotic home the couple of nights before Yuntif. And, <laughs> and if someone can arrange with the local eatery, first of all, it helps the local eatery who are going to be off for a week. Uh, but in addition to that, if you could arrange your local eatery to send dinner over to certain families, cause you know that Wednesday and Thursday night, the last thing they're gonna be thinking about is feeding their kids, and the most important thing they need to do is to feed their kids, and they know that. But it just gets lost in, in the whole, th- in the whole shuffle. Whatever you could do, everybody, it is so vital, so important, such a key to a, to maintaining, uh, as much chesed as we can in our community. Uh, Charlie Harari, I take this opportunity to wish you a chai kosher v'sameach. I thank you for joining us. Uh, we have a select group of people that are going to be appearing on this show, encouraging folks to just do these types of things before the holiday, and I am very happy that you are among them.
1: I, it's an honor to be here, and I, I, I don't know what campaign you have for your for your studio, but I want to encourage listeners um, all over the world who has benefited from the Nachum Siegel Show to really... Uh, be able to provide that, that that in return back to the show to make sure that you guys have enough you have your resources that you need to continue doing your holy work. Um, because we need you very much, sitting in that booth, reminding all of us how to be better people and better Jews, and being able to become the best that we can be in the next generation.
0: I appreciate that very much, and and of and of course, a week ago today, the, the cause match campaign started. We never expected the type of reaction that we've gotten, but Charlie, I want to share a number with you. And this is not a number of dollars. I, I can't thank people enough that the number of donors to this campaign has reached nine hundred and seventy-one, and frankly, wow. that that is an unbelievable outpouring. It's something that makes makes all of us here just so uh, aware of the of the affection and love that that people have for what goes on here. And we we are going to try very hard to keep on going with the themes that you just mentioned. And the important things that uh, that we believe our community needs to be aware of, and um, and I thank those who uh, not only thanked us through this campaign, but really gave us so much encouragement. Uh, Nine hundred and seventy-one is is an, an awesome number. Um, as um, as when when you're when you're in a in a painful situation and you're you're looking for a little bit of solace, you're looking for a little bit of of comfort. Uh, that number. And the comments behind them um, uh, certainly gives us just that. Charlie, I thank you. Have a wonderful chag, uh, and uh, together we should continue to spread positive messages throughout the community.
1: Amen. Nachum, to you, and you should be good to continue doing your holy work until Mashiach Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much for that.